Okay, so I'm on PTO today. Well, I'm on PTO. Tomorrow's my last day of PTO for a week. So you took off what, Wednesday to Wednesday then? I took off Thursday to Wednesday. So it'll be like a week, Mm -hmm. just over a week since I'd been at work. And uh, I took a nap today for the first time in like eight years. And it was only like 20 minutes. But I am so great. Two things. One, I am so unbelievably jealous. It's not even funny. I, so Katie was home today. I had a very opposite day of you. So Katie (laughs) had, was able to work from home today because they had like professional development. So she wasn't teaching. Uh, and for some reason today was the day I was like, man, I would love to just take like a quick nap on lunch. Like use some of that work from home perk, right? Like of, yeah, of just take a quick, and I just couldn't cause everybody was here and I was like, well, this is, I just can't do it. But could have just napped under your desk. Locust stanza action. Thought about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shedmansky. Jared, it's been so long. How are you? Joe, it's been it's been so long. It's been forever since we've done one of these big episodes. It's It's been, you yeah. know, two whole weeks. Two whole weeks. Two whole weeks. Life just got away with us. It did. I last week was crazy. We still put out a dad talk, and I felt like that was a pretty good like, like middle ground. Like, hey, yeah. we can't do a full episode, but here's a little, here's a little taste for you. Here's a little, yeah, little something, yeah. something, you know. Um, but last so week was nuts. Did. Last week was bananas, and we'll talk about what went on last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. In the episode. Um, but how are you? How was your weekend? It was a great weekend, the best weekend of the year, some people might say. It's the second best weekend of the year because Christmas falls on the uh Saturday this year. So like, <laughs> you know, come on. Come on. Come on, Joe. Get with it. That's true. That's true. It was a good weekend. Um, what did we do this weekend? I honestly, it's one of those so <clears throat> work is crazy today or this week, and I know that because like I worked if my boss is listening, I always do this, but I worked all the way till five and a little bit past five today. Uh, and I didn't even like sit down and like recollect like, Hey, what have I been doing for a while? Right. No, I'm just like cha- charging right through. That's what like a busy yeah. week at work does. Um, but it was a good weekend. So Saturday, um, was the, one of the worst days of sports, uh, possible uh is okay yeah i've heard i heard about it yeah so michigan uh lost to michigan state in a big rivalry game and uh and it hurts joe it hurts it was not uh it was not fun didn't this happen last year yes it did joe yes it and like the year before that no they won the year before that but most years before that they lost (laughs) uh so it's uh it's not fun and that was not a good time so well beans yeah so that's and uh I, we weren't able to talk about this because we didn't have an episode last weekend or last week right. but like my wife adopted a dog uh while we were yeah. playing dungeons and dragons she's like oh you're gonna go play D i'm gonna go get a dog and i was like that yeah. seems like an overreaction but okay so hey. my wife adopted a dog so we've been dealing and trying to get this dog used to us and our life and get used to him in the house and everything like that so that takes up a significant portion of the weekend. I don't think people realize the uh, the effort it goes to assimilating a dog. And we're like, oh, yeah. you know, he's an old dog. Maybe he'll, like, 
be like Lou was and just lay around and be really easy. And he absolutely is not. He definitely, definitely, he's an old dog, but boy, is he one of yeah. the like, crotchety old ones that still has a lot of life left in him. Ugh, that's Ugh. rough. What's, so, his, what's his name? Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. And it's a name that, so in the shelter, they had him named as Aesop Rocky, like the rapper. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then they, uh, but they had a collar from his previous owner that just said Rocky on the tag. So we're assuming that was his name. But he doesn't respond right. to anything. So who knows? <laughs> Katie made the best post. It said, this is Rocky. He's a very naughty dog, but he's going to live with us for the rest of his life. Yeah, we're basically and... stuck. We're basically stuck. Uh, <laughs> I was I was lured under the false promise that maybe we would just foster the dog and be able to right. uh, be able to give him back if he was bad. And my wife said, no, yeah. that's okay. We'll just keep the bad dog forever. Um, for forever for forever so so here yeah. we are we have a naughty dog in our house and it's been uh it's been a weekend uh so go. followed that up halloween another very bad sports day for jared uh so <laughs> i was getting hit left and right this weekend it was not not a good time um so they uh the lions lost very humiliate like in a humiliating fashion fashion just even worse than a normal lions loss uh so that was bad um and then then it was Halloween, uh, so we uh, yeah did a little bit. We uh, walked around and took. So Ben was a was a state puff marshmallow man from Ghostbusters. Yeah. it was very cute, very cute. Uh, if you didn't yeah. see the Instagram post, it was it was it turned out very very well. Uh, yeah, so that was great. We uh we didn't go trick or treating. We like put him in the stroller, walked around the neighborhood to see if anybody was out yet. Nobody was. Uh, when we walked around right. to like. I don't know. We walked around at like five forty-five, um, and nobody was quite out yet. So, but then yeah. we got probably like fifteen trick or treaters. I handed out candy for a while, uh, and then Joe, something wild happened. Uh, Tell me, like, so cop cars were patrolling our neighborhood during Halloween, but they were just driving okay. around with their lights on, but not like flashing. Right? They were just like constantly on. I think that's yeah. probably like a hey, let's keep the neighborhood safe. It's, it's trick or treating, right? Like we're just kind yeah. of patrolling, being around. Uh, but then all of a sudden one pulled up, you know, we live on the corner, right? So one pulled up on our side street. I was like, that's interesting. And then two pulled up in the front of our house. I was like, that's even more interesting. And then a second one pulled up on the side street. Like, that's really weird. Uh, and they were, it was dark by this time. It was like eight o'clock at night. Uh, and they were walking in our neighbor's driveway across the street. And I was like, that's really odd and they had flashlights out like looking around the neighbor's driveway then all of a sudden they had a canine unit out there so they had a doggo two police officers and a doggo yeah and they started in the neighbor's driveway and then it came over to our sidewalk and then sprinted around the corner sprinted full-on dog sprint around the corner of our house i texted derosia lives on the street behind us i was like hey yeah see if you can see cops like and and a dog running down your street he goes, oh yeah, they're like six houses down from me right now, and then they were they Weird. were working it for like an hour. They came back two more, either two more police officers or the same police officers, but they came back with a dog again and did the exact same route. Like like, oh maybe we got it wrong the first time. No, went right back to the same house on the same route. Um, and they were out there for like an hour and a half, two hours, like just like four cop cars. Uh, cops were kind of walking right. around. Then they came up to our door. Uh, and I met him out on the porch and he's like, Hey, can we check your ring doorbell? 
because somebody broke into your neighbor's garage uh, and your doorbell's pointed right at it. And I was like, I would love to, except my doorbell's yeah. been dead for about a week because ah, I have to charge no. it because I can't, I'm not skilled enough to run electric wires through the brick wall. Uh, so it's been dead. And they're like, oh, that's upsetting. And I'm you know, like, that I'm, sounds like, that sounds, that sounds suspect, Jared. Uh, low key. I thought about that. I'm like, what if they think I did it? Cause oh man, the ring doorbell that's pointed right at the spot is, yeah. is oh, dead. That happens to be, yeah. The oh, spot man. that I what? can see all the time from the front of my house. Oh no. Was it backpack blower guy? No, it's across the street from Backpack Blower uh, oh, Guy. Okay, okay, okay. But Backpack yeah, yeah. Blower Guy has a ring doorbell too, so I'm sure that they went across, like they went next door and asked him too. Yeah. Wow. So you were supposed to live in a nice neighborhood. I thought so, Not Joe. One where like things explode and like you lose internet and... all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I it's been it's it was a it was a night, but we uh, that's Halloween. Yeah. I told okay. So that house has a couple of teenagers that live in it too. And I was like, yeah. not for nothing, but like, it could have been some teenager shenanigans, right? Like, right. it's it might have been, might not have been, but like, for that to be the yeah. only like reported thing on our street is that they broke into their right. garage. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Well, interesting. So, it was a night. It was a night. Well, good. How about you? How was your How was your best weekend? So you took start me all the way back to when you started your PTO. I want to hear it. Yeah, so I started PTO on Thursday. So Thursday, what happened? What did we do Thursday? Um, I took Cora to daycare, and we. What did I don't even remember what I did Thursday. It's been like so. It's been so long. Oh man, um, four days. Yeah, four days um i think i went grocery shopping thursday um so we uh we took court daycare and then i oh no so i was taking a class for work so i finished up my class thursday uh it had to be done that night by midnight so i worked on that basically all day after taking court to daycare and then when um what we did was we picked Cora up from daycare and my where my mom works is an assisted living home and they were right. doing trick-or-treating there and by trick-or-treating it was really you just walk around the assisted living home so the older people can look out their windows and wave at you and wave be at the happy kids. to see kids yeah yeah i get it um so we did that on thursday then friday got up took cora to daycare again Came home, started working on a few projects, and uh, Kayla's dad had the week off of work, too. Nice. And he was um, finishing up Grayson's um, dresser. Right, right, right. So he was like, I'm going to bring that over Friday. And then um, he's like, I'm going to move the light switch in Grayson's room. Because when you walk into Grayson's room, the light switch is on the far left wall. It's not even like right when you walk in. So you have to like walk across his room and hit the light switch so odd it's so weird so he came over wednesday or friday at like two o'clock so i ran went grocery shopping real quick before that got home and uh he's like well let's take a look at this electrical and you know he popped off the cover on the light switch and he's mm -hmm. like this is not wired any way i've ever seen anything wired oh my god of course not yeah so we did a little bit of research and digging and basically the wires were coming from the top of the outlet where he thought that he saw wires coming from the basement going up the wall 
Hmm. And the way that the switch is wired is the power comes from the light. So they wired to the light and then they go from the light to the switch. They don't go from switch to light. Oh, weird. Which normally you do power to the light switch, then the light switch to the lamp or, you know. Yeah, whatever. Um, fixture. But this one was done the opposite way, which is still a way you can wire things. It's just different than well, people do nowadays. It's funny you say that because all of the lights in our house or all the lights in the bedrooms of our house, all three bedrooms don't. Yeah. So Ben's room doesn't have a light in it. Just switches oh, really? to an outlet. Yep. Uh, and then our room and the guest room have fans that have remotes yeah. to turn the lights on. But the oh. switches go to the outlets that are right next to the huh. wall. So they're they're completely independent of the switch. Like the switch can be on or off and you can still turn on the light uh in the or in the fan. Uh, but the the switch drives the plug that's right next to the wall or right next to the switch. Completely right. independent of each other. Very oh. odd. So weird. Um so he's like, I can't I can't do this. It's too complicated. It's just gonna be too much work. So we were like, Yeah, whatever, we'll just get a lamp, you know, and put it in right by the door. And um, a week or so ago, I had bought like an armoire for our bedroom because all of my clothes were in um, the closet in Grayson's room. And I was like, well, I need to move everything from my dresser and that closet into something. Yeah, somewhere. Grayson can have that closet. So he's like, well, I'm here. Do you want to just build this armoire? And I was like, yeah, fine. cool." Wait, hold on. Did you did you have the armoire? Armoire? armoire uh or did you yeah did you buy did you like build it from hand like like woodman no 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 no. okay not not like a skilled craftsman uh just out of the blue i just bought it from ikea uh of course you did yes 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 yes. (laughs) i just know joe is like very skilled so like it would not have surprised me he was like hey i saw you had some scrap lumber in the shop do you want to just throw together a dresser and and let's like just, just do put it. something together. Yeah, let's just I yeah. see he sees it, you know, in the scrap wood. Right. Exactly. Uh but no, so I had this and we put it together in like 2 hours. It was great. Um yeah. pretty got good. Got it all done to put together and uh and then that night I kind of was on again off again if I was going to go win a costume contest. And uh Kayla's like just I can't go. believe you were ever off like, again about right. it. How were you not just like fully gung ho about it? It was just a long day, and I was like, oh, I got a busy day on Saturday, too. And But uh, so I called my niece, Bailey, and I said, hey, I'm going to go win a costume contest. Do you, uh, you want to go with me? And she said, sure. So Kayla got me all makeup up, and I went as Jack Sparrow, and uh, we were out. And I won the costume contest because of I Of course you I did, Joe. If you have the dedication to put on eyeliner, you should automatically win any costume (laughs) contest out there. Yeah. So did that, and it was great. And then Saturday, I went to my friend's spooky brunch, witchy brunch, which was amazing. Um, She had some really great food, and like she food colored like a bunch of vodka black, and then she had um, some sangria, and it it was was just really fun. Was it spooky or was it witchy? Because, Joe, I dabble into witch talk every now and again, and uh, there's a difference I've found. There's a, there's a difference yeah. between between spooky and witchy. It was it was a bit of both. Her house was very decorated, like to the nines. It looked very good, like old pictures and picture frames, like um, just like 
cobwebs everywhere. Mm-hmm. It, it it was just all decorated. It looked really, really good. Um, so it was a bit of both. Um, so we did that, or I did that Saturday. And Saturday night, I hung out at home. Uh, didn't really do a whole lot. And Sunday, woke up. Joe brought over Grayson's um, dresser. Nice. And just kind of got ready for Halloween. So I moved some decorations around, and uh, we really just kind of got things set up and made sure all our candy was ready, and I got a fire pit ready because I was going to put the fire pit in the driveway mm-hmm. so that way we could do that. Um, And then Cora took a nap, and it was kind of go time at 6 o'clock, and Kayla's mom came over, and uh, we all got ready, and Kayla and Julie stayed in the driveway and handed out candy, and Cora and I went to a couple houses. Nice. Went to one, and then she was like, Mom, because she could see Kayla. Yeah, and yeah, we were yeah. like, all right, we'll go back. So we did a house and then went back to our house probably three different times, three or four different times. And then we sat for a while, and Cora sat next to Kayla and was, like, eating candy and was, like, giving candy to kids. Like, kids would come up oh, and wow. Cora would give them candy. Yeah, it was very cute. Um, and then eventually I put her in her stroller, and I was like, let's go. And we walked, and we did some houses till probably quarter after seven. Um, and she got out at every house and ran up to them and got her candy and ran back to the stroller. Um, it was really great. It was, it was really fun to see her trick or treat for the first time. It was pretty amazing. Cora's a pretty introverted kid when she gets at like the first for a, for a little bit, like getting her used to to being out was, is, is different, uh, or is a little tough. So I'm glad, I'm glad that she like broke out and just went for it. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was just fun, like being with her and trick or treating, oh, yeah. like doing my favorite thing. And then, well, your night, neighborhood um, is so good for it. Like it's it so good. Our neighborhood, we had like fifteen trick or treaters all in, That's crazy. W- which was more than we had last year. Because last year, I left the bug. We were at your house last year, right? Yeah. We left the bucket out on the porch and came home, and there was more candy on our porch because our neighbor left a goodie basket. Right. Like we came home, we came home to more candy than we left with. Like. That's crazy. Yeah, we had probably, I don't know, 60 kids, 60 or 70 kids wow. that came by. The neighborhood was full. Like, it was, it, was, it was nice to see. Like, I definitely missed it. And Coro just loved, loved looking at the kids' costumes. Like, it was really great. Um, so Kayla's brother, his fiance, and their two kids came over after that, and they just kind of ran around for a bit down here in the basement. They left, and we put on the um, animated Adams Family movie. Oh, yeah. Which oh, yeah. is very good. Uh and Cora watched the whole thing, just like she would Nightmare Before Christmas. She just sat and watched it all. Wow. Uh, it was great. Yeah. Uh yeah. So it was a good weekend overall. That's it's awesome. Been, it's been good. Yeah. It occurs to me how much later you guys go to bed than than we do. Because like you had Anne's after your Halloween night. Like yeah. Ben was asleep by the time we got our third trick-or-treater at like six right. thirty. Like Ben That's was already so like out. I wish Cora would do that, but no. Um, yeah, good weekend overall. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what? Um, it's good, but now it's November, which means Christmas is right yeah. on the corner. Yeah, Christmas is here. Basically. I actually, it spooked me a little bit looking at the calendar after Halloween. Halloween wasn't spooky, but after Halloween, it was spooky to me because... uh. We got a pretty busy November, Katie and I do. I have to go to Chicago yeah. for work for the first time. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's like coming up. It's two weeks from oh, today, geez. Joe. I have to be wow. in Chicago two weeks from today. I was like, that's nuts. That's crazy. So life is life is getting back on track. It's a little spooky, a little crazy. It is. It's 
Yeah, the end of the year is coming. Another another COVID year in the An- books. Another year come and gone. Yeah. What what Man. madness? Um, but yeah, real quick before we move into the topic, I just want to uh, do a mild update on my child. Yeah. Who does not sleep at all? I want to hear it. Uh, so we have been trying so hard to get Cora to sleep in her bedroom. We had like two or three weeks of we were just like exhausted, beat down, and we were like, let's just put her in our, put her in our bed, and we created a monster. She would fall asleep at like eleven and be up at like eight o'clock, um, like a normal human being, mm-hmm. and. Um, I was like, I can't do this anymore. So we have blown up an air mattress and we are alternating nights in Cora's bedroom. Wow. Trying to get her just to sleep in her room. So we are just over a week of this and we're still going. Um, Every night we're in, somebody's in that room with her and... Is it getting better? um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because she'll sleep in her bed or she'll fall asleep on the air mattress. I'll move her to her bed. Then a couple hours later, she'll get up and come into the air mattress. Um, so last night I moved her three times into her bed, and she came back to the mm, air mattress. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think eventually we'll just have to, you know, maybe move us into our room, you know, and then when she wakes up, see if now she's used to being in her room a little bit more. If she'll go back, go to, back to her room, we sit with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking what's going to happen is we'll do like fall asleep in her room. Then Kayla and I will be in our room. When Cora wakes up, one of us will get up and sleep with her on the air mattress in her room. So we'll slowly transition into moving out of her bedroom. Yeah. Little by little. Yeah. We did that. The first time we did sleep training with Ben, um, I did, uh, where I would shush him until he fell asleep. And then I would slowly walk away from the crib. So yeah. every every like few days, I would take another couple of steps back in the room, couple of steps back in the room, until he was yeah. used to falling asleep, uh, without me in the room. Right where I would just put him down, he would roll a couple times. I would be able to w- walk out, and he would be fall asleep. And that, yeah. you know, of course, everything has changed since then. But that worked really well right. for the month that it worked. So yeah, so we'll see. But right now, it's like it's eight o'clock right now. Right, she'll yeah. probably be up till ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and then up again at. 7.30, 8 a.m. Ooh, buddy. No way. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. So that's where I'm at with that child. I just want to throw that out there, that sleeping still sucks. Yeah, um, and that's really tough. I know uh, a strategy that Katie's sister implemented with her kids. Uh, so the the uh, sound machine, the sound machine that we use yeah. has a light on it. And she right. taught her kids that when the light is this color, you have to be in your room. But when the light turns this color, you can leave and come get mom and dad. And and I think she does that at like six 30. Cause everybody's like our houses are always up early, but at, you know, right. after like six 30 or seven o'clock, whatever, then it's okay uh, to come out. And that's how she got them to stay in the room is like, just look for the light. Like once you right. see the light change, then you can come out. Um, that worked for them, but it's, it's so tough. And especially I thought about it. So we, we got Ben into his crib. Um, and while he doesn't sleep in his crib, he doesn't sleep in our bed either. So like mm-hmm. even when he was at his worst, like waking up every 45 minutes, we're like, screw it. We're going to put him in our bed. Well, then he doesn't sleep in our bed because he's so used to being asleep in his room. So he wants right. to be asleep on you in his room anyway. So uh, like we have a very different problem than you guys have. But yeah, you know, just shows how different all these kids are. 
Right. Sleep. I'm One telling day we'll you. get it down. It, it's going to be really funny to listen back to these episodes in like 10 years. Right? <laughs> like when the kids are like, they have their own bedtime and they go to bed by themselves. And then, you know. Right. Like, or when they're independent and going and hanging out with their friends. And you're like, wow. Remember when you could only sleep on top of me from the hours of 3 a.m. until 5 a.m.? <laughs> I remember. I never forget. Exactly. Oh, that's funny. They're going to hate it. We're going to make the kids listen to this. Oh, yeah. This and quizzes every week. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you have to learn the entire history of when you were a child. Right. Listen to what you did to us. And then go buy me a donut because I deserve it. Right. Exactly. Cool. Awesome. Well, Joe, let's, let's just jump into it. I mean, I, I think... do it. Last... So, the main topic of the podcast today was really just based off the fact that life has been nuts last week for a couple yeah. of different reasons. So, I'll go all the way back. And uh, Joe and I enjoyed a nice, uh, a nice weekend two weekends ago that we didn't even get to talk mm-hmm. about. But... We went yeah. and we saw on a Friday night. We went and saw Dune with the guys from uh, Best Song Ever. Oh, so good. We all went. Uh, we all went and saw Dune. It was phenomenal. It's a great movie. Go see it now. Great movie. Uh, and then we woke up on Saturday morning and we played Dungeons and Dragons like all day. It was great. It was great. Uh, you got was, a dog. I, I I got a dog. That's not as great, but I got a dog. Uh, it was it was a great time. You know, a great a great weekend. Uh, and then Sunday hit and. Uh, and everything fell apart. Yeah. So yeah, everything happened. I'm going to let you go first since your kiddo got sick first. So you tell me your story. Yeah. So this was um, just before we went and saw Dune. So we saw Dune. When was that? Uh, October th- 23rd, 22nd was when we saw Dune. Um, Sounds right. So that Monday before... Um, Kayla had cold symptoms the week even before that. And um, that Monday, Kayla lost her taste and smell. And we were like, crap. And we had some at-home tests because we thought that we might have gotten it from one of the weddings that we were at. Mm -hmm. And somebody at one of the weddings was sick. So we were like, well, let's just buy them and wait to hear from them if, you know, they test positive and if we... Like and then we can test them. Then we have them, right? Um, and that the person that was sick was like, "Nope, don't have it." Got two tests, both negative. Oh wow! So that Monday, the eighteenth, we tested Kayla, and she was positive. And then we tested me, and I was negative. And then we tested Cora, and Cora was positive. Um, and then we all tested again. And those two were still positive and I was still negative. Oh, wow. Um, so we went through and, you know, called the health department, not the health department. We called Kayla's doctor first just to mm-hmm. be like, hey, you know, well, the health department did call us eventually because you got to, you know, once you report your COVID positive, then they, you know, she actually, Kayla actually went to a um, site to get tested. So that's where they, you know, reached out from there. Sure. But, um. So she was she was very positive. Cora was positive, but was asymptomatic, and I'll talk about that in a second. But um, so Kayla's doctor was like, "Well, now you're pregnant and have COVID, but 
it, from the sounds of it, you're like right near the end of like your infection period. So you really only have to quarantine for like three more days. Oh, wow. And yeah, because she, she had symptoms technically like seven days before that, but it was just cold symptoms. Right. So it wasn't smell or, or taste or anything. Yeah. Yet. So, um, so like you really only have like three more days of quarantine, but Cora's got to quarantine for like another seven days just to be safe. Oof. Um, so, so we quarantined, you know, I hunkered down, I worked from home for two weeks and that was a disaster. Uh, we had Cora home for two weeks. That was awful. Uh, and Kayla was, you know, symptomatic. So now that she was pregnant, she had to do a couple of things. She had to like take her blood pressure three times a day. She had to make sure her oxygen levels were good. Um, she had to up her baby aspirins that she was taking daily. Um, so she sure she did good. all those tests at home. Um, we did. She did two at home and one at a site. Like at I meant clinic. the the like oxygen levels. Oh and- yeah 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Kayla's mom got us a uh, what do you want arm compressor whatever. Yeah, the, the blood pressure thing. The blood tr- blood pressure blood thingy. pressure donut. That's the yeah, blood yeah, pressure yeah. donut. Um. So she did all those at home and marked them, and then she finally talked to a doctor, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, you know, let's go ahead and schedule you for an appointment just to check in, and um, and then you also have kind of your touch base appointment anyway, so we'll do another follow up there." And right. that was yesterday, and the doctor was like, "I think everything's good. You know, I think that you're you're definitely much better. The baby isn't affect the baby isn't affected. You oh know? wow, we know that basically. Um, but anyway, Cora was asymptomatic, but that was kind of scary because we then were like, oh, she's positive though. Like Cora had COVID. Right. Yeah. A- and that's like terrifying. Officially written down COVID. Yeah. And thankfully she didn't have any symptoms. She was totally fine the whole time. She was just at home with us, which was kind of annoying because she needed attention. She was getting bored. She hadn't left the house in like two weeks. Kayla hadn't left the house in like two weeks. Oh yeah. Um, and I was like, I tested negative four different times and I tested right before we went and saw Dune and I was like, Hey, I'm negative. I don't have any symptoms. If you guys, you know, right. Are cool with me still going, uh, which thankfully you were, I mean, uh, yeah. Negative tests literally right before you left. I was, I was not too worried. Yeah. So, so basically overall Cora was sick, but didn't have any symptoms. We just were at that point where we were like, we can't see anybody. Right. Um, so that was kind of the the hardest part for us and you know it's just it's just weird having two people in your lives that do have covid and have, have we talked about you on here i think that you've mentioned it on here that yeah i think a, i briefly I it's funny actually it, we're coming up on one year uh because we got yeah. it literally at christmas uh last year and um i was ref- reminiscing on it reflecting on it uh recently and i was like man it sucked Last year's Christmas yeah. sucked. And it's interesting because I didn't think about like we were kind of everybody was already quarantining because the cases were so crazy last winter, like 10,000 yeah. a day or something like that. Uh yeah. and I so like I wasn't going into work. We weren't leaving the house except to go to the grocery store and like it it was pretty pretty much already like that, but like getting sick and taking care of a child is one of the worst experiences. Yeah. And we'll talk about my story and 
all the way around having somebody sick in your house is not fun but i remember like trying to because when you're sick all you want to do is bunker down sleep and like get rid of it but parenting's a two-person job and like katie and i were both sick not at our best and trying to take care of a six-month-old at the time like yeah there it was just oh it was so it was rough it was very 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 hard yeah i'm i'm very thankful that the vaccine worked for me like yeah i had nothing like i said cora thankfully didn't have anything it was just kayla got hit pretty hard and i think that's because she was pregnant i think if she wasn't pregnant oh yeah she she would have been fine you know she's pretty um being pregnant you're kind of immunocompromised so Mm -hmm. She uh she got it, but everything looks good. She looks good. The baby's measuring good. So our doctor yesterday was like, "No, you know, I don't think we need to do another ultrasound. I think that you look fine." Um, oh, good. Basically saying like everything seems fine. So that's a nice so breath of fresh good. air. Of like, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Definitely. So, so we're all good. We're all you know out of this this COVID thing yeah. now. And uh, um, but yeah. So let's. I want to move into Ben because you had a rough week. Yeah. Way rougher than mine. Yeah, so it's interesting that we had sick kids with completely different things. Uh so Ben's story is a little bit a little bit rougher. Um so Sunday, uh he obviously we hung out whatever uh, on Saturday, um, went to the zoo on, on Sunday and walked around and like uh we the zoo was doing like trick or treating, but it wasn't they didn't actually have stations, so we just walked around the zoo and like looked at animals and uh, ben wars costume right yeah uh so ben goes to sleep on saturday night and he only wakes up one single time all night from 6 p.m to 6 a.m woke up at once wow. at three o'clock in the morning and that was it i was like this is amazing the, it's working right. we're, we're finally getting there this is amazing <laughs> yeah uh and then he woke up on sunday with a little fever and i was like oh okay that's why you slept all night because you're not yeah. feeling well um but the fever wasn't too bad it was maybe like uh 99 100 like right around there like normal baby fever stuff right and he had it all day had the fever all day like okay that's you know but it's not the first time he's had a fever you know the weather's changing it's one of those times like all right well we said okay if he has a fever on monday we're going to not send him to katie's mom's house and i'll just take the day off and and watch him um Mm -hmm. so we woke up monday morning he had a fever like okay uh and it was still it was like 101 right so again okay. not not terrible uh but not uh obviously still a fever like a significant fever so i was like all right yeah. i'll watch him throughout the day uh and then if he has a fever tomorrow we'll call the pediatrician and we'll we'll go in uh because i right. say like if you have like one of those fevers for three days like that's when you should go in all right all right yeah. cool so monday this kid was a completely and utterly different kid than i've ever seen my entire life uh, yeah. So Sunday, he just wanted to be held. It was like really, he just like wanted to be held and wanted to be snuggled. Uh, and, and it's funny, I was telling my mom this, but like now that he's a toddler, he hardly ever wants to just sit down and like snuggle, right? He just yeah. wants to run around, and destroy the house, and tear everything off the walls. Uh, right. And I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. Like he wants to be held and snuggled. Like it's like he's a baby again. It's very nice. Um, yeah. And then Monday, for the kid that doesn't sleep, he slept all day like i sat on the couch and watched an entire season of bluey and he would be (laughs) like 
he would be awake for like an hour and then asleep for an hour yeah. and then awake for an hour and then asleep for an hour and then took a really long like two and a half hour nap on me in the afternoon and i know it's that long because i watched the entirety of dr strange and he was just asleep oh, wow. the whole time uh and for the other thing like Ben only falls asleep in his room in the dark with this sound machine on. Like he just is not one of those right. kids that falls asleep. He just fell asleep anywhere on Monday. Like I was holding him. Uh, I, that's the reason Bluey was on. Just I was just sitting on the couch trying to get him to like just sit and cuddle for a minute. So I turned on Bluey, and then he yeah. rolled over and fell asleep. I was like, "Wow, that is nuts. That has never happened." So he slept all day. Uh, but then overnight, like. He was up every couple hours, up every couple hours, um, and still had a fever, but it was, you know, like the normal, you know, 100, 101, same thing. Uh, so we are like, okay, Katie said she was going to take Tuesday off work and watch him during the day. And he woke up and didn't have a fever. Like, oh. huh, that's really odd. Uh, not odd, but like, okay, cool. But he was still yeah. not like back to normal. He was still like cuddly and wanted to hang out but wasn't sleeping all day like played it by himself for a while played with yeah. some toys and stuff like that and then he took his nap from like two o'clock until like four o'clock yeah uh in the afternoon and woke up from that nap and could not wake up like woke up fell back asleep woke up fell back asleep same thing katie brought him out to the living room with the lights on the tv on put him on the boob and he fell asleep again and like wow that's it's crazy right so we uh, I went out and got him some ty- some baby Tylenol. Oh, and uh, right. the fever was back. I think that was the thing I'm missing is like the fever was back and it was pretty high. It's yeah. like 102. Like oh wow. So I went out and got some Tylenol, um, some some infant Tylenol, and gave him the infant Tylenol, and then his fever started to go back down. Went down to like 100. I'm like okay, cool. That's like manageable, a normal temperature. Right. Uh, it was too late for us to call the pediatrician and get an appointment. So we were like, okay, we'll get through the night, like using the Tylenol, and then we'll call the pediatrician in the morning, go tomorrow. Uh, well, so he slept from like 6.30 until 10.30, which is a pretty big chunk Yeah. Um, for him. And then he woke up at 10.30 and his fever was 103. Jeez. Uh, and we we're like, uh, that's very bad. Um, yeah. So we gave him some Tylenol and I was like, uh... Okay, if the Tylenol works, then again, we'll just keep managing it, right? Like, when he wakes up next time, we'll give him more Tylenol, we'll go back to sleep, we'll just keep managing it until until we can get to the pediatrician. Yeah. Uh, well, so we gave him Tylenol again at 10.30, um, and then he wouldn't go back in his crib, so I actually held him. I was like, screw it, I'll hold him for an hour, right, and then we'll go from there. Right. Um, and then at 10, so at 11.30 he was sleeping on me and I had Katie come in and check his temperature and it was still a hundred or it was 104. So it's gone from oh, 103 geez. to 104 after an hour of Tylenol. I was like, we got to go to the hospital. Like we have yeah. to go right now. Um, so we loaded up, uh, got him dressed and loaded up and went to the ER. Uh, and luckily we live right next to Beaumont, which is a phenomenal hospital. Right. Uh, and they have actually have a pediatric ER. Um, oh, nice. attached to the regular ER. So you walk in and yeah. they have like a pediatric ER and a regular ER. Um, so they took us to pediatric ER. The nurses were super great. Um, but we got in there and they thought that it was a UTI. Um, really? Yeah, it was really strange. The, the attending there was like, 
you know, he's uncircumcised, so they're at a higher risk of UTI. And Katie and I both know that to be like old fashioned medicine, which is weird that a kid right. right out of college would say that. Uh, I say right out of college. He was, you know, out of medical school for a couple of years. So he was a significant right. grown man. Uh, but um, they they did a, um, what am I trying to say? A urine sample. But to do the urine sample for, with a kid, they had to do a catheter. That was just the worst thing in the world. Um, yeah. So, and on top of this, right, he's only slept like four hours tonight. So he's already right. a mess. Um, so they had to do that. They found some bacteria in the blood, but not enough to say like, oh yeah, it's definitely a UTI. So then they had to take, uh, or I'm sorry, found bacteria in the urine. Right. And they were like, it's not, we can't say it's a UTI, but like we have to treat it like a UTI because there's some bacteria there. Um, And then they were like, but we have to take blood because if it's not a UTI, it might be something else. So they had to come back, give him an IV and take blood and then put antibiotics for an IV at the, at the ER, all this stuff. Uh, it, and that was, I mean, just miserable, just miserable Jeez. trying to watch somebody put a needle in your, in your one year old son's arm was like worst case scenario. Right. Second worst, you know, worst case scenario, second only to the time where he came out and wasn't breathing and we had to go to the ICU. Like, yeah, th- this, it, it was just no good, no good experiences, uh, so far in the hospital. Um, so that was, I mean, that was really, really rough. Uh, so we were there until about four in the morning and they gave us antibiotics and then they, um, gave him antibiotics and fluids. And then they're like, you know, we're going to treat this like an infection. Um, we're going to give you antibiotics, call your pediatrician in the morning, tell him you went to the ER and, uh, oh, and his fever went down. So they actually switched from Tylenol to Motrin. Uh, and the doctor said that Motrin just works better uh, for kids. Like Tylenol works, but like Motrin works longer and better. And I was like, that's really odd that that works like that. But, um, so they gave us Motrin, gave him Motrin while we were there and it brought his temperature down, which was great. Right. Also found out when they got there, his temperature was 101.7. Um, okay. When we got there. So like our thermometer was overreading it, but we have two thermometers. We have one that like scans your forehead and then we have one that goes in the ear and the scan, the forehead one was only like was under reading it, but the ear one was over reading it. So it was really like really odd. It's it was somewhere in the middle anyway. Yeah. They got the official temperature. It was like one oh one point seven, which is still too high. They're like, it's a good thing you brought him in. Like that's too high. We, you know, we need to do this. Um, so all of that was Tuesday night. Awful, awful night. Jeez. Uh, and then Wednesday morning, we woke up, called the pediatrician, um, got an appointment for three o'clock in the afternoon. And they, uh, the hospital had sent us home with Motrin and antibiotics, right? So we're like, that's fine. Right. Like, we're just going to keep treating it like the hospital told us to. So the afternoon rolls around. Uh, we load up. Only one person can go into our pediatrician, but I drove Ben and okay. Katie there. Um, because we were like, what if they let both of us in? But then when we got there, like, no, only one parent still. We're like, okay. Right. Um, so Katie and Ben went in, uh, and basically the doctor said that this is the third time she's seen this, like this, this week. And it's a virus that's normally in the spring and it's called like Rosella or, or something like that. Rosa, Rose, Rose something. Uh, I can't yeah. remember the exact name of it. Um, 
And basically all it does is just present a very, very high fever. And then at the end of it, the kiddos get a rash and then it's done. That's its life cycle. Right. Interesting. Yeah. And it was super, I mean, she, she was very confident and it made me like lessons for next time is after one day of a fever, we're calling the pediatrician because like, if we had known this right from the start, like, Hey, he's just going to have a really high fever. Just give him Motrin and he'll get through it. That would have saved us so many headaches and, you know, an ER visit. Right. So, um, basically she said like, yep, do use Motrin. Um, they were waiting on the urine. They ran a second urine test there because of the bacteria. They're like, we're waiting on this culture. If the culture comes back positive, we still have to continue, continue antibiotics. But if it doesn't like literally all he has to do is just take Motrin right. and, uh, get through the week and then his fever will break and it'll be fine. Uh, so Wednesday huh. afternoon is when this happened. And then yeah. Thursday he woke up without a fever. Oh, okay. So, I mean, and like, just like that. And so, and then Friday, like he was back at Katie's mom's house was back to normal. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I looked it up. I think it's, it's called, or it's spelled R O S E O L A, like Rosella or Rosola. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's terrifying. All of that. Well, it just, it's, it's it's frustrating. I think the, the biggest frustrating part was like, the ER tested for every worst case scenario and made it like right. made it feel so bad when like if we just called the pediatrician early, right? And even if she didn't know right away, that was that's our lesson next time. Not necessarily that we were toughing it out because like his fever was not high enough to warrant a like a big visit, right? Right. But I think the next time we'll at least make the phone call after like a day of him having a fever. Like if he wakes up a second day, like, Hey, can we like see a doc? Because like, just in case we, to avoid, yeah. to avoid the ER for multiple reasons. I mean, one, you never want to go to the ER, but two, like it was worst case scenario there. They were like, you know, we might have this, we have to draw blood. We have to, you know, right. get an IV in him right now and all this stuff. Like, and we literally, the pediatrician was like, yeah, I've seen this three times already. Like, this is just this. Right. No, no te- I mean, yeah, d- definitely good in a worst case scenario situation, but like just in case. But definitely, I see you know that next time, just kind of taking a look at it or calling the doctor, kind of after a day or two, like mm. you said, and just saying like, "Hey, can we get a quick check in?" And I think like we we thought we were doing the the right thing of of being like how do I say this? Like we don't want to bring him in on unnecessarily. Right. Yeah. And and we knew like he wasn't presenting other symptoms. He wasn't coughing. He wasn't sneezing. He didn't, he didn't even have a runny nose. Right. Like all he right. had was this fever. Like, I mean, you know, kids get fever. Yeah. So they'll sleep, you know, definitely. I mean, is this, I don't want to, you know, keep us too long, but is this like one of the worst times he's been sick? Have this you guys is had kind this of is like the worst time he's been. Yeah. Sick. Um, but and I and I think that first time that your kid gets really really sick, it kind of is that like mm-hmm. you're on you're on like pins and needles the whole time. Like, well, and we we took him to the doctor probably back at the beginning of September, late late August, maybe middle August, um, because he was 
sleeping worse than normal, which I know is something to say, but like he's sleeping worse than normal. He was like being really irritable and cranky, like worse than in a leap. And Katie called the doctor and was like, Hey, you know, can you, can we get him looked at for ear infections? Like I've had ear infections, you know, before. So we've taken him in and like, she's like, no, he's just getting a molar and he's being really cranky about it. Right. Like, okay. Like that's, that is what it is. Right. Like the same thing. Like he had a small fever it was the sleeping all day thing was was rough, but like that was the only thing he did, right? It wasn't enough to right. be like, oh man, he's really, really, really sick. He's just like has a fever and very tired. He might just have you know a flu, you know, or a bug or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, then it. I think what threw us for a loop too is like most of Tuesday he didn't have a fever, right? Like it was back to like you know. 98 98 you know 97 98 so we were like maybe this was it it was just a couple of day thing or he just needed to sleep yeah. all day monday and get it out of his system and you know a little 24 hour bug and uh yeah but yeah then it turned for the worse so no definitely and like i said i think that that first time that your kid gets like seriously seriously sick i think every parent does it yeah like there's just that like flusterness of like shit we really don't know what's going on we maybe need to do make this call of going somewhere and getting a serious look at um cora's only been really sick i think a couple times and we haven't gone to the hr but it hr (laughs) i don't know what human resource is going to do for you in this scenario joe quick write-up i don't are you looking to recruit a new child i'm not right uh we haven't taken it to the er but she's been like Fever, cold, runny nose, like, and like, again, that cuddliness. I think her highest temperature has only been maybe 101. Yeah. Nothing really more than that. But after a day or two, it's gone down. But it's, it's terrifying. It's spooky. It's like creepy to, to be a part of that, especially if you, your kid just wants to sleep the whole time. Like, it's a little scary. It's, it is. The, the, the seeing 104 on the yeah. thermometer was in itself one of the scariest things that's ever happened to me. Oh, yeah. Because, like, anytime you Google on the internet, anytime, like, what 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 fever is a bad fever, right? And when your kid's sick, that's all you do is just Google. Like, when... Yeah. You, it's when you get sick, all you do is Google, right? right? When you're like, man, my left toe is has a cramp in it. Is that a sign of something, you know, worse? That's all yeah. you do. You just Google it. The same thing. When you have a kid, all you're doing is Google, like, what... Thermo- you know what fever's a bad fever and everybody has a different thing like i was on stanford's website and stanford's like if it's over 103 then you should go uh to the hospital if it- and then i was on another like uh, another uh website and it's like you know no no not until it get- hits 104 you know and it's a bunch of different right. things right uh and we were really walking that line when he had 103 degree fever like is this it do we go and that's right. when like the tylenol worked and we we're like okay that's fine. Like we'll manage it. Uh, but man, in the middle of the night, he was like laying with Katie on Katie's boob and I took his temperature in his ear. And then I had to like go out in the hallway to see it where the light was. And I like read it as 104 and I like shook my head a couple of times. Like it's, you know, 1130 right. at night. I read it again. It was at a hundred or 104. And I was like, we gotta go. We're gonna go right now. Yeah. Ugh. That's that's terrible, but I'm glad that he got better. Yeah. I'm glad that it was only a couple days. Um, out of all that, is if there's one thing you would say as small advice to people out there with sick kids, what would you say? 
Call your pediatrician. Just call them. Yeah. Just call them. The worst thing they're going to tell you is you're being, you know, you're overreacting. Right. Right. That's, and, and that's okay. Cause you're, you're a parent and that's what you're going to do. Yeah. And I would much, much rather have had them say, oh, you're overreacting. than try and be like, you know, then, then happen to what happened to us. Right. Right. So I sure. just call the pediatrician. It's funny. I think back to like, this is a side tangent. I don't want to say we were parenting our, our, our son the way that we parented our first dog. But like when we first got <laughs> Lou, yeah, we took her in for everything, like drained yeah. our wallets dry because every time that she threw up, we'd be like, why is she throwing up? What's going on? Right. Well, she was 13 years old and ate out of the trash. She's going to throw up. She's yeah. going to have diarrhea. <laughs> like, that's just what's going to happen. That's, that is what right. it is. Right. And every time they'd be like, we'll just give her some fluid. And they would give her like the under the skin fluid. So she had like the big lump on her back. And that's all they would right. do every time. And we're like, this is it. They're just giving her water and like yeah. charging us $700 every time for it. Uh, and I think back to that and the same thing happens when you're a parent, that same idea of like, why are, why is this happening? Why is that happening? And luckily you do have the internet and there are some very good reputable sources on the internet that you can search and be like, yeah, okay. It's not that big of a deal. The same thing. Like I, there were some really reputable sources to be able to say like, 101 degree fever while not ideal is not er worthy right that's like right. if it happens for two three days then yeah call your pediatrician you know start getting some tests done but like um it's it's just it's funny so i would say don't be afraid to call the pediatrician don't think you're overreacting don't think you're uh you're uh that it's not a big deal because it just might be or in yeah. my case it just might not be right and that's the yeah. pediatrician going to tell you it's not a big deal. And you'd much rather that scenario than what happened to us. So exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Well, here we are. Uh, two different we stories. Made we made it, made it through uh, sick kids, it, Joe. We made it through sick made kids, it through sick kids. And they're going to get sick again. Yeah. They probably are. next week. Oh my gosh. It's sick season too. Oh, so, you yeah. know, another thing, a word to the wise is the pediatrician said that COVID has completely screwed up the virus schedule. So kids are just getting viruses oh, whenever, wherever. Yeah. So uh, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Well, great. What do you uh, What do you say we let these people get out of here? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Like... Let's let them get, let them get back to their lives. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for listening to us. We really appreciate it. Um, and you know, hopefully you gained a little bit of something about uh about sick kids, but it's gonna happen. Uh, everybody's gonna go through it, and everybody, you know. You'll we'll make it through on the other side, I promise. Exactly. But again, thank you all so much. We really, really appreciate it. And thank you to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. If you haven't, check out their other shows out there. There's a ton of them, and they're all very, very good. And if you haven't yet, go follow us on social medias. We're at Big Dead Energy Pond on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, you can find us on Facebook at Big Dead Energy. We're putting out some really good stuff. And if you're not following us, first off, why not? Second off, sucks for you. You missed our very cute kids in their very cute costumes. They were very, very, very cute. cute. And everyone melted. So I can't believe you missed it. What are you doing? <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, the disgust. The disgust. That's funny. Awesome. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, once again, we uh, we just appreciate you every week stopping by and, uh, and listening to our podcast. So for both of us, I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice before you use them. 
Dance. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.